Perek Aleph Mishnah Dal Halakeh Chayel Zivchei Shlamin. We mentioned in the last Mishnah that ideally Maizichani money should be used to purchase the behema domesticated animal to be used as a Shlamin. Now there are two things we have to know for the beginning of the Mishnah. Number one, as we mentioned in the last Mishnah, only a behema domesticated animal can be used to purchase a to can be used to bring a as a Shlamin offering in the temple, as opposed to a Chayel which is like a deer that you're not allowed to bring as an offering. That's number one. Number two, the sages instituted that you're not allowed to use Maishishani money to purchase a behemoth, domesticated animal, unless you're going to use it as a shlamim offering. You cannot go ahead and purchase a behemoth, a domesticated animal, to use just for the meat. You have to use it as a shlamim. So the mission starts off with two cases where the guy did the opposite. A person went ahead and he purchased a chaya, a non-domesticated animal to be used as a shlamin, which is impossible. You can't take a chaya and use it as a as a shlamin offering. Or he went ahead and he purchased behema, the besar taiva, a domesticated animal, just to eat the meat, but not to bring as a shlamin offering, which you're not allowed to do, according to the sages. So in both of these cases, or in these cases, the high do not become chulin, not become uh, and the Mepharshim will try to understand what's going on over here. Because in fact, the transaction never even took place in either of these cases. Because you're not allowed to take Maishashani money and use it for a behemoth that you're just going to eat, or a chaya to bring as a shlum. It's not even possible. So what does it mean, lo or l'chulin? There's no sanctity at all on the entire animals. So the Rav explains, just means, But contrasting it to the last Mishnah, and the last Mishnah when you purchase the behemoth or the chayah in the correct manner with the Maizah money, either the behemoth for the shlomim or the chayah just to eat. So then we said that the animal has sanctity, but the or the hide is chulin. So over there, the hide has chulin. Over here, with, with not even like that at all. Over here, the, uh, the, uh, when it says the R doesn't have chulin, it means it's not like that last Mishnah. Because over here, it's very different. Over here, in fact, there's no sanctity at all, as the Rav says. There's no sanctity here at all. There's no maizashini at all. Because the transaction never even took effect. Says the Mishnah, Let's say you have barrels of wine that were open, or closed. The jugs of wine were closed or open. So what's the law regarding Maishashani, sanctity? Says the Mishnah, if it's a place where it's normal to purchase wine with open barrels, open jugs, meaning that the purchaser comes with his jug and the and the owner just pours out the wine into the purchaser's jugs, then then the jug does not become chulin, meaning the jug also takes on sanctity of Meister Shani. This is as opposed to the first, the, Mish, the Mishnah earlier. The Mishnah earlier, the last Mishnah, what do we say? We said over there, it was, it was a situation where it's normal to purchase wine with closed jugs, meaning that the wine comes with the jug. So therefore, you when you purchase wine, the jug comes along. So the jug comes along, so you're really just purchasing wine. The jug just comes along, so the jug doesn't take on any sanctity. But over here, where the jug doesn't normally come along, because it's normally sold in open barrels, but you came along and you purchased both. You purchased the wine with the barrel, so you can't say the, the, the jug just came along. 
So therefore, it says if you went ahead and you purchased it separately, and you purchased it with what? With Maisy Cheney money, even though you're not allowed to do that, you're not allowed to take Maisy Cheney money and purchase non-food items, but since you went ahead and you did it, and the transaction took effect because you were able to purchase the wine, as opposed to the last case where the animals with nothing, the whole purchase never took effect, but over here the purchase took effect with the wine, therefore, since the transaction is valid, therefore the jug now takes on is, is part of the transaction. Therefore, it also was purchased, and it was purchased with Maisy money, and therefore, and since it takes on its own life, because you don't have to, because it's normal, in this situation, they normally don't sell it together with the jug. So therefore, it's like you bought it separately. Therefore, the jug, the jug also has sanctity, and the jug and the wine have the Kedusha of Maisy Shani. Lo Yotza, Kan Kan Luchulin, the jug does not become chulin. The jug also takes on sanctity of Maisa Shani. The next case is a little more complicated. A person purchased baskets of olives or baskets of grapes in makli with the utensil. Then lo yotsu demei The demei the value of the utensil that's in the money, does not go l'chulin. The money maintains, retains, it retains the sanctity of the value of the baskets. In other words, when he went ahead and he purchased the baskets together with the fruits, and the Rav says, It's not the derech to purchase the fruits together with the baskets. The baskets come separately. So he went ahead and he purchased it together. So the the transaction the transaction doesn't even take effect on the baskets because since you're not allowed to use Maestro Shani money to purchase non-food items, and he went ahead and used it for the basket, it's not even considered like a transaction in, on, regarding the basket. Therefore, the value of the of the baskets never left the money, and therefore the money still maintains that retains that kedusha, that sanctity of the worth of the baskets. And I'm first to explain the contrast between this and the wine case. The wine case also, you purchase the jugs. Since you purchase the jugs, it's also a non-food item. Yet over there we said that the transaction took effect and the jugs have sanctity of Maishashani. So the first to explain the difference like this. By the case of the wine, since you were purchasing wine, and the oh, and the wine does have to come in something. You, true, you could have brought your own jug, but it has to come in something. So since the you purchased the wine with something that's and holds, you need something to hold the wine. You can't just go ahead and buy wine without a jug. So therefore, the jug becomes part of the transaction. The wine was was purchased, and you need something to hold it. So the jug becomes part of the transaction. Once the jug becomes part of the transaction. So we say that the jug was purchased with Maishashani money, which you weren't supposed to do, but it was purchased. Therefore, the jug has sanctity of Maishashani. As opposed to this case over here, you don't have to have a basket altogether. You could just go ahead and purchase the fruit and walk away. You don't have to go ahead and, and take the basket at all. So therefore, it's not considered part of the transaction. And therefore, it's not, it wasn't part of the transaction with the fruits. And therefore, the baskets were never purchased at all. Since the basket was never purchased at all, the Mishnah says the words that the value of the utensil never became, the value in the money never became chulin because you never purchased the baskets.